You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Travelling Tunes with Dr Kirsten Zimke. Morena Kirsten, how are you this morning? Good morning. I'm hanging in there. Hanging in there. It's, it's that time of the year. It, it sure is. It sure is. Because, you know, I thought, well, you know, it's not that bad surviving the winter. But yeah. <laughs> it's the last push always gets you. Yeah, I'm glad you brought us something kind of like fun and uplifting this morning. We're talking beatboxing today. Yes, what a wonderful, you know, topic. I guess I probably say this often, but, you know, I wish we could be doing three hours on it. Totally. I'm fascinated by the, the origins of this because, I, I mean, I feel like beatboxing, everybody knows what it is, but where did it actually come from? Well, I thought I'd see more debates about it, um, you know, about, like, jazz scatting and all sorts of, you know, things done in um, various, you know, other cultures as well. But I think uh, everything I've seen is kind of agreed that they're really saying that this is a hip-hop culture. It came with hip-hop. Obviously, there probably are precedents and people heard stuff. So, um, you know, they're talking about late 70s, early 80s. Um, this beatboxing, I guess because part of it is it's, it's the beatbox, I guess calling it a beatbox, is a drum machine. Right. And, and so they're copying the drum machine. Now, not all kids could afford drum machines. And so beatboxing, I guess like all the original sort of hip-hop arts, was something that kids that didn't have a lot of money could do. You know, you, you have a mouth. <laughs> you have a face. <laughs> And also, it's not just beatboxing, I guess, which might differentiate it from possibly other sort of slightly similar um, things, is it's really the whole orchestra. They'll do the bass line. Totally. Uh, they definitely copy um, what turntable-y sounds, you know, mm-hmm. like scratching and stuff. So, I get, you know, that establishes as hip-hop as well. So, on the streets of New York City, it's the fifth element of hip-hop. I'm going to hit this first track. Also, just a heads up, there's a little bit of swearing in some of these songs, but uh, you, you have now been warned. This is Fat Boys. I love how they crack up in the middle of it as well. It's so good. <laughs> So who are the fat boys? What's this? Well, you can hear they're doing, they're sounding like a DJ, right? You know, playing with a DJ pulling back on the, um, you know, on, say, a song and going back and forth. Totally. So the fat boys are three fat boys. Some weird stuff about, you know, record label wanting them to gain more weight. But, um, Jesus. They were part of the really early scene and supposedly the first beatboxing on an album. Oh, true. Okay. So really bringing it into, um, you know, outside the culture so that people outside could hear it. Yeah. And um, as you can hear, it's sort of a comedy element, you know? It's showing off, it's comedy, and, um, and, you know, you can still see that in some hip-hop, you know? So they sort of establish that not everything has to be serious. Yeah, totally. And they do a lot of play and... (laughs) So you can hear that using breath... Um, yeah. Sounds like vocally that kind of might hurt. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to commit. Yeah. And air and your lips and your cheeks and humming. Um, but you know, it's a sort of art 
it's free. You know, you don't have lessons and you have to buy musical instruments. It's really versatile. It can be applied to different genre. It can be any age. You know, it's just very democratic, which I think a lot of the early hip hop arts were. Totally. And there's something so wonderful about it because it's literally an oral performance. It's that um, that street culture of you teach your friends. And, you know, obviously in the 80s, there wasn't the internet. You couldn't watch a YouTube video to learn how to beatbox. You just have to go find the one guy who's really good and get yeah. him to sort of show you some tips. Well, then outside the culture, like here in New Zealand, so, you know, when this album came out and people outside that, you know, the the actual place could hear it, having to, like, how are they doing that? Like, just through listening to it, you know, listening back and forth and seeing if you could could still do it. Everybody uh, who has been to a high school has definitely witnessed some people (laughs) trying to have a crack at beatboxing (laughs) in the classroom. I like to let you know that my name is Biz Marquis, the human ongin. So this is a live recording of Biz Marquis. He's making both those sounds at the same time. That is amazing. Crowd noise. He's considered one of the top best ever icons of the genre. His big song is Just a Friend in 1987. A banger. But yeah, he's definitely sort of the the king of he calls himself the clown prince instead of Crown Prince. And he was in the Men in Black movie. Oh, true. I haven't seen the Men in Black movie for a really long time. And he beatboxes as if it's, you know, his alien language. And then because it's, it's Will Smith, he understands it and he can beatbox a bit back. <laughs> It's so... Can I just do one more for you? Check this out. Yes, please, Bismarcky. <laughs> Hit it, Biz. amazing to hear like the human body do all those noises at once anyone who's ever seen beatboxing it's just so cool when someone's really good at it it's just a deeply impressive skill yeah the amount of layers he can get but you can definitely to me hear the dj and i guess that's what makes it different from other kind of mouth sounding um you know traditions this one's really copying hip-hop sounds yeah totally uh, two of the original um, fat, uh, fat Boys have died. Um, there's another one, Dougie Fresh, that performs with them, but Biz Marquis still around. And here's the weird thing now. It's still going. With Now with the internet, people can learn. And so instead of sort of, you know, dying... You know, like it's it's actually stronger than ever. They have uh, big beatboxing communities. They have competitions, events. And I guess, you know, Biz being in the movie, bringing it to a new generation. So this is a really uh, weird one. I guess this is what made me want to do it. He's a beatboxing Buddhist monk. Yeah, we will link the video for this in the podcast because this is wild to watch.
So this is again all just this guy's voice. Just one guy. Just one guy. Well, he does do looping, so I don't know this track. You know, like I guess without seeing it, you know, because looping's sort of a new thing now. People do so. I, some of the layers I don't know if this particular performance is looped. There is a bit of looping. I'm I'm watching it as we speak. Okay. Yeah. There is a bit of looping so, going on, but it, it's all sounds he's making with his voice. That's right. That's right. And he's still a, layering sounds in his voice at the same time that he's looping, <laughs> if right. that makes sense. True, true, yeah. But so using the Buddhist chanting, um, and I don't know if he's doing it both, but the, the, the real deal is they can make two sounds at once. They get so low that that fifth resonates on top. Oh, true. But with, but with looping, he, he might be um, adding it. Because he's a young guy... Um, who was a like a busker street performer and then became a Buddhist monk, Japanese guy. That's so um, cool. Yeah, and so he's really sort of created this thing now, Yogetsu Akasaku. And again, with the internet, you know, like a oh, record company is not going to like send him around for big concerts, but the internet has allowed these sort of smaller marginal arts to still be shared. Suddenly, that's the end. That's the end. People find this meditative and relaxing. I I find it more, you know, complex and interesting. But I'm wondering if part of the meditativeness is because it is all human body. You know, it's like vibrating your body and thinking about the potential of your body and the gift of your body. You know, like they, 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 he makes this music for meditation. It's, it is, it's incredible. And it is quite. This is because of the chanting nature of it. It's got quite a different um, atmosphere to the the like hip hop ones, the ones that come straight out of that space. Yeah, so it's, it shows like the versatility of it. I mean, you think of like later, like Bobby McFerrin doing sort of um, classical, you know, so it is versatile. It's got hip hop roots and the original guys, you know, we played two of the really, really important old um, We've just tracks had- and artists, but you know, it, it can do lots of things now. We've had, uh, we've had quite a few texts coming in. WFX, surely Massive Attack used some of this on Karma Coma from Keith. Uh, but we've had someone, actually a lot of people say, can't go past King Homeboy in Aotearoa, uh, yeah. who is amazing beatboxer. He, I think he's come third in the world in the beatboxing competitions. And just like, he lives in Poniki now, I think, but he used to live up here in Tamaki. You just see him around all the time beatboxing. And like, that is impressive. And he's got the performer like attitude as well. So cool to see play. Well, yeah. So you know, New Zealand having its own beatbox tradition, not as big as other places, but yeah, I can literally remember in the '80s, you know, first having people up there giving it a go, and also like kids in schools all over the country giving it a go back then. Someone says you need the same double breath control that you need to play the didgeridoo to be good at beatboxing. Oh, right, right. That's probably yes could hear the didgeridoo someone had a didgeridoo during the matildas game the other night and you could just hear it even over the huge crowd noise you could just hear it like thrumming away in in the bass line it was very cool and i'm pretty sure i've heard artists that do didgeridoo slash beatboxing kind of together that's awesome making beats and stuff 
but as you said, not fully grounded in the hip hop tradition, but taking it now to new places. Totally. Thank you for bringing us beatboxing this morning, Kirsten. Well, it's getting very epic on this one now. Meditating. (laughs) (laughs) But it does keep going for another 10 minutes. So we might have to wrap that one up. Thank you very much. All right. Have a great weekend. All right. That was Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimpke. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.